Welcome to the State of Men. I'm Aiden Dowling. I'm Mike Watts. And in today's episode, we've got some updates on the State of Men. And uh, we just decided to start recording because sometimes Mike and I will chat for like 10 minutes before we hop on and we're like, this is a podcast. <laughs> what are Let's we Let's just doing? start talking. <laughs> so I was talking about um, the year in review, actually doing it this year. So I have mentioned in the podcast before that I've wanted to do it and I've I never did it. And this year it happened. It did not happen in a beautiful way like Mike had described. Like you go away and you leave your kids with someone and you have a night and you go to dinner. Well, that was your intention, though. You know, when we first started, you were like, yeah, we're going away in New York and then my somebody will be with our kids. Yep, that's exactly what our intention was and not at all how it happened. Uh, It didn't happen even until we came back from New York, but it happened and it was a little messier. It was more like two or three hours over the course of the last two and a half weeks and it was just like while antler was at school and we were at home we just would meet and go over and kind of we kind of did it in like sections and chunks um like the first chunk was like the looking over the past you know what worked what didn't work then the next chunk was all about what we want and our dreams and then i don't know if you said this or not but we then we planned out the next year kind of as best we could meaning mm-hmm. when are we going to take a vacation and okay where are we spending christmas where are we spending thanksgiving like what's going on with our families um that we need to be there for something so we planned all that stuff out which was exciting and we left room for like personal weekends where we either are just going away with ourselves or maybe we're meeting up with a friend for a few days so it's exciting. I feel very excited because these are all intentional things that we've wanted to do in the past, but never, never, never did them. They never got done. That's great. Yeah. So it wasn't as beautiful, but I, I think we're going to slowly get there. I feel like maybe by next year, we'll be able to have maybe a two day, one night or something that could look like that. Um, at least that's the goal. And Antler will be older. Experience. So. Yes, exactly. Well, you could break it down into quarters too. You could say, "Let's do it." Oh, that's you know, a good this yeah. quarter. That's a good reason to just go away for a night too. Yeah, like, we're gonna mm-hmm. take it. But it's, there's yeah. something about the visual of like completing, then like showering and getting dressed up, and then like going on a date as like a celebratory thing, which uh, didn't happen. But that's the yeah. Goal. That's Ours the has been a little bit all over the place this year. We really did a big chunk over the course of a day and a half. And then I think just because of the changes that have been happening on our end, mm. it's been a little bit of a slower process, but we're pretty we're pretty good um, now. So we have pretty good clarity on where we're going to go. So that's good, but it did take it did take like two probably 2 to 3 weeks. Mm. Just oh, okay, to really yeah. go through. We did the big chunk in the beginning, what went well, what didn't go well, but it was really how does 2022 look like? And that part of visioning and the dreams and all that stuff has taken a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. We had to really push our limits on dreaming. Like, because we I kept, think it's good. Yeah. We kept coming up with these numbers and thinking of these things. and then, And then all of a sudden I'm just like, I feel like we're so limited right now. We're we're so constrained to what we think is realistic. And we each kept having to remind ourselves like, well, well this is a dream. This isn't like, well, realistically, if this happens and this stars align, this can happen. It's like, no, like, what would you just like? And, and then we realized that it's like our brains just can't even fathom mm-hmm. what it would be to you know make a half a million in a year or go on three vacations in a year we're like where when would we even go there's only 52 weeks in a year how could we possibly take three of those right you know so it was really uh it was really like pushing the the envelope of our beliefs and i think our hope is that maybe next year we'll be able to like dream a little further and then 
hopefully maybe there'll be a moment where we'll kind of unlock that limit and just yeah i mean i we're in it now i mean us moving to miami has really opened that up like i haven't mm. experienced in a long time and i think like i know not everyone not everybody listening can just pick up and move right, right. but i think there is a time especially now like people are frustrated you know yeah. as you being a trans man you're like where can we've had this conversation before it's like where can mm -hmm. i go that feel i feel safe mm -hmm. you know in this environment so it has been i feel like it's it can take we took luck it, you know us moving here was kind of a mistake but it ended up you know it just like on a whim with my skin blew up like right? we ended up here kind of on this i don't want to say mistake because that sounds negative but it just like happened and we were not, it was not planned, put it that way. And, and you weren't supposed to that, live there, right? It was supposed to be like, you go, you heal, and you go back to your home. That's correct. That's what it was <laughs> supposed to be. But when we were here for two months, we knew something had to change. I think we were here in a month and a half. We had the house rented out, and we got a quote for what we could sell it for. Mm. And we were just like, okay, this is a good thing to do. And we just kept moving forward with that desire. And then we went back to our house this summer. And we're like, nope, this is the right thing to do. You know, mm -hmm. it was like actually be gone. So it was nice to have closure on like where we lived. But I think like putting my, the only other time I've really felt like this of the dream perspective, because it's hard for me. It's been, it's very, Kate in the other hand, like has these giant visions and these dreams and things, mm -hmm. but then she, there's also a ceiling and I won't speak everything for her because, or any time for her, but there's a ceiling for her too, of mm -hmm. what it's been, Right. And she can share that. If you follow her on Instagram at Kate Northrup, on Kate Northrup, she's talking a lot about that right now. And she had to, and I'll share what she had to do. But for me, when I went to the Hamptons, when we spent six months in the Hamptons back in on our road trip in 2011, I have never been to a place with that much money, like mm -hmm. in my life. <laughs> and I could, it was, it was like, what is happening here? Because so for people that have never been to the Hamptons, like you see the movies and the shows and stuff, but like think about the biggest house like in your neighborhood, you know, or your town growing up, and then just multiply that by a hundred, you know, because <laughs> right. it's the same. It's not the house size, but I, I would say that it's that giant house times a hundred mm -hmm. and then probably double or triple of the size because these suckers are like 15,000 square feet. And we were staying in this house that was maybe... 4,000 square feet or something. And it was winter time. And she told us we had to leave because the rent went up to $30,000 a month. <laughs> we were paying her $1,000 a wow. month in the winter to just to stay there. Cause usually it's unoccupied. Yeah. Cause it's cold. It was cold. And, you and she not, doesn't have winterized. No... It's not winterized. Yeah. It's not right for that. Life. So <laughs> I was out there in the, my limit, like my cap on what's possible was really lifted in that time of my life. And I think moving from Maine to Miami is lifted in a different way. And it's not, I'm not struggling to pay my credit card bills anymore. I'm not struggling to buy myself organic groceries like I was then, you know, and now it's, but this is another thing. And it's not, doesn't mean I want a 15,000 square foot house, obviously. Right. But it's, it's just like opened the box. It like opened the can. Like we had a, we had a lid on our, on our dreams. And I think it's been a really challenge for me to, um, open that lid because mm. I immediately go to how am I going to do that? It's the how, right? I switch from dream to how, dream to how, mm -hmm. dream to how. Yeah. So I don't know. What did you take? What was your takeaway when you were doing this with Jenny Lee? Yeah. I mean, I, the how exactly what you just said is exactly how, what we always came up to. Cause it would be like, and I think diving too far into it. Right. So it was like, Oh, you know, like I'm always like, I want to go, on a vacation that's like two weeks, 10, 10 to 14 days, no work, no emails, no phone call. Like, I don't even want to post a story. I just want just just me and a book yeah. and my family, you know, adventure. And, uh, and it always came down. Like, I noticed I would try to get too clear, like try to find too much clarity within the dream. So it would be like, okay, well, when would that happen? And where would we go? And how much money would it cost to get there? And what would we do while we were there? And who would take care of my work while I wasn't working? And so all of those things, which it's like the, it was almost like the bird's eye view and you would zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in to the point that it just, 
it felt like gritty and not possible and mm -hmm. just messy. And so we would recognize it more in each other than in ourselves, right? And then we would just be like, you're getting too specific. Like, kill out the specific, like we want a new car, right? And she's like, well, I don't, I don't know much about cars. I'm like, you don't need to know anything about cars. Just what right. type of car do you want? Do you know what color maybe it is? Or is it an SUV or is it like a compact car? Like, what, is it a truck? Like, what is it? Um, and got just more general in that sense, yes. right? Um, because, yeah, as we got more specific, it was like, it just made the dream because it's like, okay, well, if I think of, you know, the that car I want, I'm like, oh, well, that car is very expensive. So how would I save for that car? And how would this, instead of just being like, I don't know, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just get the car somehow. Maybe somehow the car and me will align and it'll happen. And it's interesting because I think probably everyone can think of at least one thing that wasn't really supposed to quote unquote happen that then happened and was like amazing. And you're like, I never thought I could live in this apartment. I never thought I'd be able to get this type of partner or they would ever like me. They're so hot and I'm not or something, you know? Um, and so, I mean, when I look into my life and all the things I've done, I'm like <laughs> the amount of things that have, you know, come to me as I've met with it, I could, I could never, have come up with the with the how in the past. Like yeah. if I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself a men's health magazine cover. Like, what would that? Be? I don't even know what that would look like, right? I'd have to become a famous actor, and then maybe, <laughs> then maybe I'd be able to get on. a famous actor who's also like ripped. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Then maybe I'd be able to get on it. So, so yeah, just trying to like keep that opportunity really open and and not mm -hmm. not crush it. So. Yeah, it was just, it was interesting um, how the dreams. Yep. Because we have to retrain our brains that we can dream, like in a way, mm. you know? So I've been in the morning, I didn't do it this morning, but I was, I did meditation this morning. So it was kind of, but yesterday I wrote my dreams out again. Mm. You know, it's like, what do I want? What do I want? I just did, a, I took a blank white uh, eight and a half by 11 piece, like printer paper, mm -hmm. and I just wrote it out. You know, and I was like, okay, I can see it. And what came to me at that time was like, I want a truck. Cause I used oh. to drive trucks all the time. Right. Okay. And then I got rid of it and I got a forerunner. And then I, you know, now I'm in the minivan phase. And which I, I like my story. minivan. I saw your story. You're like, <laughs> Benz, <laughs> Lexus, Tesla, minivan. But once you yeah. get that marble wrap, it'll fit in. It'll That's what be I mean. Like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, cause I was going to put, um, the guy in the Benz will come out and be like, yeah. Who right, got the dude. marble wrap on the yeah, minivan? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but it's, and that's why it kind of like, it's my way to poke fun at the Miami car lifestyle, like to put yeah. a marble wrap on a minivan. Yeah. yeah. Especially since I saw the marble wrap originally on a Rolls Royce. <laughs> but it, it's for me, it's like, I want a truck, you know? And mm. that came because we rented a Suburban when we went to Maine for winter because we had all this luggage and five people, right, in a car. So I was like, let me just rent a giant SUV because it's easier. And I had so much space. I was like, this feels so good, you know, and like trying to get myself in a Prius, right? I'm like st stuck and I'm here and I'm, you know, Kate f loves driving around the Prius because it like fits her. She's 5'4", I'm six foot, you know, <laughs> like it's just, it's, it's like I would love to have like more room. And like the minivan gives me a little bit more room, but I'm like, God, and obviously, I know that could change in the future and what that all looks like. But I was just like, I just wrote it down. I was like, I want a truck. What kind of truck? Is it going to be hybrid? Is it going to be the Tesla, mm. you know, truckla or whatever the hell it's called? <laughs> you know, the Cybertruck? Is it going to be that? I was like, I don't know. Like, who knows? Yeah. I don't know what's going to come from it. But I like the Rivian trucks. Those I like electric. the Rivians, yeah. Those are, Those nice. are cool. Yeah. yeah, they're I mean, cool. I, think I just like made the like ten, but <laughs> no, they haven't made. There's zero on the road. I think there might be one or two from oh, the really? owners of the company. Yeah, oh, okay. The company's okay. valued at like a hundred or what it was like, like eighty billion dollars, and yeah, they haven't produced one car that drives on the on the road. Yet. That's that's a business model we've got to. Follow. It's the the danger <laughs> with the new cars coming out is how are you going to repair and fix them, and that's the issue mm. that Teslas run into. Right. Um, because you could have a broken hood, but then you're waiting a year for the hood to come in or something, right? And mm -hmm. with Toyota, it's like you just send your car away for a weekend and you get it fixed. Mm 
mm-hmm. right? Because they have all the parts and the services, and they've been built for a long time, or Ford or Chevy or something. So all the people who get them now will pay that time yes. waiting, and then in five to ten years, when more people have them, it won't be. Yeah, it'll know, be people will it'll be, be trained. There. Yeah, because everyone who will be training it are like twelve now. And in 10 Correct. years, they'll be 22, and they'll be like, Correct. I know exactly how to fix that. Bring it in, you know? So. I know how to fix it, yeah. Right, right. So, But I think, like, that's a big – I'm glad you guys did it. I'm glad it came away. And, but yeah. it is. It's the dream is a real – it's a big one. Yeah. 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 We, got into, we actually talked a little bit about agency, too, when we were talking about it, because we were finding out that, like, our, our – own like spiritual agency and it was more specific around how we talk like the language we use when we're talking to god or the universe or whoever you want to call it um is different like i use a kind of language and she uses a language and so we had a little bit of like a little bit of confrontation discussion um and then we just kind of had to be like okay and then she kept trying to move on, and I'm like, I am still in my feelings about this. Like, I can't move on. I still have emotion. But uh, eventually, like, it it came, you know, we were able to, like, that's why I say agency, because we were able to actually just, like, come to the conclusion that, like, she has her way, and I have mm-hmm. my way. And on this list that we're making together, it's okay that both ways are present. And it almost needs to be that way. It almost yes. needs... I need to be able to say it my way, and if it doesn't completely align with hers, and she needs to be able to say it her way, and that's okay. And so um, that was another kind of. I little... think that's really. We just we literally had the same experience. Oh yeah. In the last twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah There's. I was. I think that one of the most challenging things has been me to express my emotions, and mm. then when I express my emotions, it stirs up all of Kate's like little, you know, when her vulnerability. Um, you know, her, her triggers from childhood, et cetera. And then she comes at me and then it, I feel I'm expressing vulnerability and then she's coming at me and I'm like, like, fuck you, you know, like I'll just shut down, you know, in this way, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so it's not safe. I need a safe space to express, to be vulnerable because I'm not used to it. And then it like triggers something in our partners and then they reflect that trigger back to us. Then our emotions get even triggered from our own triggers in the past as we're mm-hmm. trying to, and then I shut down, right, in this way. Mm-hmm. But it was this morning on the beach. I said, Kate, because she's she is relaunching her mastermind program for 2022. And it's been like, what's she going to charge for it and what's it going to begin? It's been a couple-week conversation. And what happens, she just lets it come to her. Mm. And that am I learning? I'm learning how to do. Because I said, okay. So you've been thinking about the mastermind for a couple of weeks. Is it stressful? And she goes, no, I just like, I know it'll come when it's ready. And I go, that's the difference between me and you is I would be <laughs> stressing the fuck out for two right. weeks about like, it's got to be right. It's got to be right. got to be right. And I'm learning how to just allow it to happen. Mm. And so la- we were on the beach this morning on a walk and that's exactly, we had that same conversation. It was like, mm. this is what I go through that I'm trying to avoid and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just letting it come. And then it came to her, and then she got it dialed in, and then the first person signed up. And she basically, <laughs> like, doubled her price. Great. You know? And great. it was – it's her. amazing, right? Yeah. And – or not really double, but, you know, it's like – Whatever. What? It's an increase. One and a half all that X. Matters. Yeah, one yeah. and a half X. Yeah. So it was – but it is. It's, it's like how – and I think now we're having clarity around it like what you were mm. just sharing. It's like there's clarity that we are experiencing things different mm. than we've done in the past. Yeah. Yeah, I think that vulnerability aspect is important too because I think like as like you were saying, I think myself included and most guys, it's like being vulnerable with my with Jaylee particularly is like feels – if I feel safe doing it, but I also feel like there's not a lot of space to yes. do it sometimes. Um, and in little ways, like I'll express, like we got into a little something cause like I expressed how I don't like a food that she'll make and she puts a lot of effort in and love into her food. And I'll just be like, Oh, I don't really like it. But I feel like I'm not allowed to say that because mm-hmm. she gets all, like it triggers her, like all these things get triggered, her like value in the family, her fa- her own like childhood trauma stuff, like everything gets triggered. And then it's just like, and then it's, it's always like a blanket statement of like, I guess I'll have to make a whole new menu for you or something like, right. And I'm just like, 
I feel like I'm not allowed to not like food because like, it'll no, be. Can we just have almonds instead of pecans? Like, is that <laughs> right. I'm like, no, it's just this particular thing. I just didn't like it. Like, it has nothing to do. Like, she just. Right. It's like I'm literally saying I don't like you. I didn't like you for lunch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that's no, a great just, way though. Just literally didn't like the meal. Um, that's and, a great way to put it. Yeah, and I have like all that like disordered eating background, so like. You know, I'm. I always feel nervous to even say anything because I'm like, well, do I not like it, or am I scared of what's in it? You know, like, am I scared of like uh, the high fat content or something? So I always have to work through that. But it's interesting how like a little like ha having this space and feeling comfortable, and then like you were saying, like I just shut down. Then I'm just like I'm shut down, and then you know we're trying to keep going through this list uh, for the um, year in review, and I'm just like. She's trying to engage with me, and I'm just like, yeah, sure. What do you I want next? Talk about right, yeah. exactly. It's like, I'm yeah, like... then it becomes passive-aggressive, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> exactly. fine. Yep, and then I have to It was to like last like... night. She even was just like, you seem a little off. Is there something you need to say? And I was like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. And what I, I – even in that phrasing, mm -hmm. it's like I realized last night, it's like, why can't I just say, yes, I have yeah. something to say? Like, there's mm -hmm. something we need to talk about. Because I notice my habit is that I deny that I need to talk about it. Mm. And then we talk about it anyway. But mm. my initial instinct is like, no, I, there's nothing to talk about. It's mm. like, no, I actually have. So then we talked about, like, what happened yesterday. And, so, yeah, you know. Talking about stuff like, event, like, I mean, we've been with our partners for so long at this rate. It's just like, sometimes you're just, like, tired and you just like don't want to talk yeah. about it. Like sometimes you are totally avoiding it, and other times yeah. you're just like, you know what? It's nine oh five. Like I'm already tired. Yeah. I'm just gonna go to bed. Like I'm not going to bed angry. Just don't talk to me. <laughs> well, that's what like our therapist is basically at that point now, where he's like, you guys don't need to talk about it anymore. You've talked about this stuff for way too long, and the goal is. You know, because before it was like an hour. Earlier, this is all 2021 was for us. It's like mm. we talked about it for two hours, and then it was an hour, and then it's like got down to 40 minutes, and now we processed it last night in, I don't know, five minutes, and then this morning Kate woke up and was like, yeah, I could see why you felt that way. You know, mm. that probably, I probably could have handled it better mm. because what it's that it's that immediate, it's like, okay, he's failing, he's falling apart, so now I got to pick it up and take care of everything else. And it's like, mm. you know, and it's something as simple as like, uh, I can't share. That's her personal stuff. But, you know, it was just like, it's something as simple as what happens the way I, what I can say. It's like a request that happened when she was six mm. and it went on to when she was like 10 or 15 and she's still waiting for that thing to happen. Mm. So it's like what happened when she was six to 15 is my fault. You know, mm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. no, yeah. it's not. But it's yeah. like, that's what's coming up and digging into it. And to me, I look at it, I'm like, this is so irrational. Like, what the fuck? Right. Like, I'm not, it's, I have nothing to do with that. Right. Right. But it's, it does not about me. Right. And so it's about this guy, Chris Crone, that we heard speak at Penelope School the other last week. He said, if you're like, have an issue with somebody, it's like their problem is not your problem. Your problem is your problem. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was, I thought that was such a great way. It's just like, okay, when I have a problem with someone else, it's not really about them. You know, because that person could just be sitting there, you know, eating lunch, just mm. like minding their own business, like mm. doing their thing. And it's like, no, you're the problem. And it's like, <laughs> nope, it's actually like me to process and deal with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's good. I had to remember that last night, too, during our I didn't like lunch conversation. <laughs> it's like she just like went off. So how did that then... come out? Like, how well, is she not? Is she going to still make meals or yeah of course i mean it was more just like i mentioned how i didn't like something i didn't like lunch and um i you know she she just kind of like went off and i think i just have some of my own stuff going on so then i kind of was just like 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 this is like totally out of line like i'm allowed to not like things and right. like this is wild. Like you are being completely irrational, which you should never tell anyone because the rationality doesn't suddenly appear. That just once. accelerates it, right? <laughs> right, right, right. That doesn't help anything. But um, and he said in then, that talk, he's like, when someone's in that state, there's actually no way 
to they get might as well be drunk national. right they might as well be drunk exactly. you're yeah. just talking to a drunk guy and you're just yeah. like okay billy whatever you know okay yeah. uh-huh mm-hmm. um but i found myself like going off and then i stepped away and i was just like wow like i knew how she was going to react because that's a common reaction but as you said it was all these things triggered from when she was younger it had nothing to do with the fact that i'm not allowed to like her lunch that she made right. correct but then I had to be like, why am I like reacting like this? You know what I mean? Um, and I had to kind of like go through that, that my own process there. And then, and then we just separated, which is something we never would do. Like we would always like, like you were saying, sit there for like seven hours and be like, no, I can't leave until we figure this out. And then I just was like, you know, I'm re and then I just like, I didn't apologize for me per se, but I just said like, I'm sorry that like, you're having a hard time tonight and like stuff's coming up for you. And if you want to talk about it, I'm here. And she was like, yeah, it was nothing. It was not about you, yeah. you know? And then, and she didn't want to talk about it. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, she went to bed. I went to bed and this morning it was like, fine. Yeah. But that would never happen. I would be like, we can't go to bed because they said, don't go to bed angry. Right. <laughs> you know we have I mean? to talk about this for 45 more minutes and we're both right. exhausted. Exactly. But I think, I mean, what you just described was beautiful. Like it was a great way to, and that's what you know, because it's when we're at that heightened state, we have to we have to walk away. Yeah, walk away, people. Just walk away. But it's so appealing to stick in it. Oh yeah, right? it's hard. It's hard. I want to stick in it. Like I'm, I'm usually the one who's like, can't, can't like just gets stuck on it, and it's yes. just like can't like I've had multiple days in my life in our twelve years together that like I couldn't even function or do other things because I was too embedded yeah. in our relationship where I'm just like, I can't even work. I can't even work. Can't even focus on work because I just yeah. keep thinking about this thing. Um, so, and you know, it's because I always was looking at her and I's relationship as instead of like, why am I so triggered by this? What is going on with me? And then once I started doing that work, it got easier and easier. And now, now it's more like, you know, we walk away. Or we tell the other person that they need to take some space, which doesn't help, but then helps eventually. It's like in the moment, Correct. you're like, fuck you. I don't need space. You need space. <laughs> and then you yeah. take some space, and two hours later, you're like, thanks for telling me to take some space because that was helpful. <laughs> I think it's helpful because this also happens, like we're talking partners too, but this happens with people in the world. Mm. Right? This happened to me the other day. On I was supposed to have boat training to get better at dry, docking the boat. And can't like, wait to go in a boat with you, by the way. Navigating like I, what, the waters of Miami. It's going to be Miami. so much fun. Yeah, it will be. It is fun. I want to see a dolphin. That's my goal. Okay. I still want to see an alligator. That's my goal of living in Florida. Got to go to Alligator Alley. Yeah, They're we got to get place. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, he, the captain, who we've had before, has a problem of being on time. And then when he's going to be late, he decides to tell you that he's going to be late when you're supposed to meet. Like, I'm there at 9 o'clock. I'm like, okay, I'm here. Where should I meet you? At the boats? And he goes, well, give me 30 minutes. And I was like, no, forget about it. Like, I'm not going to wait for 30 minutes for you. I'm like, I got a life to live. I'm not going to sit here for 30 minutes. Even though in 30 minutes, I'm still supposed to be on the boat. Right? <laughs> but it's it's that part. And I'm literally, today, I'm going to send him my Uber fees. And I'm just be like, listen. I was like, you, this is the third time this has happened with you. Mm. Like, you can at least just reimburse me for our Uber fees. Mm. And, but that, what I know, like, replaying that in my head, it's like, I was just like, this dude, like, what a waste. Like, how can you not show up and da, 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 be on time? And like, you're the captain. And I have all this dialogue goes in my head. And I was so mad. And then I walked for a little bit. And then I got an Uber and I had to come back home. And then I got home and I was still frustrated. And I was like, well, I got this time. I could just go to the gym. And then it took me 20 minutes to get out of the house to go to the gym, which could have taken like three, you know? And I was like, oh, da, da, you know? And then I go to the gym and I like crush my workout because I'm like, take all <laughs> my workout. And I was like, next time I could just spend a couple minutes like just breathing and like lowering my central nervous system that's heightened because I don't know what's going on in this dude's life. I don't know. You know, maybe his mm -hmm. 30 minutes late is his on time. I don't know. We're in Miami, right? It's that island life. You know, <laughs> like, so I was like, okay, if I can, because now he's controlling me for the next three hours. Mm. And I was like, how do I calm it down faster? 
and like mm-hmm. get back into my body and get grounded myself because that's dictating and messing up my day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's also, that's an example of like something that happened outside of a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to bring it back to like our dreams. So I feel yeah, like let's do that's it. relevant for our messaging today. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that, you know, we're talking, Mike and I have been talking a lot about our own dreams and where we're limiting ourselves and where we need to be doing different than we have done in the past in order to kind of elevate to that next level, right? Um, and so we've been just having a lot of conversation. I mean, this has been going on pretty much from the start of the podcast of, you know, how are things going? What are things looking like? How's our community being built? What does that community look like? And in the last, what, what would you say, since maybe December? December? Uh, yeah, I would say middle of December. Middle, middle-ish of December. Yeah, beginning of December, yeah. We've been looking at just, you know, we went down to one podcast a week, right? Um, which I think has been going well. Um, and yep. we've also just been looking at, you know, how, how impactful are we being with the state of men? How in which is this working? How is it impacting men at large and ourselves? And so we are really starting to explore our own lives and how we show up as the men in our lives. Right. I mean, would you agree with that? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. So- we've been analyzing the podcast since we launched it. Just like, how do each of us feel? You know, we started out with this idea of what it looks like and then, yeah, we've just been, yeah. Analyzing. I would say that's a good, good way to sum it up. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't actually had an opportunity to talk much about the app and the startup that I've been developing for, I mean, a while now, but really heavy into it starting in back in September, October. And I'm getting a lot of opportunity to really streamline the startup, get it funded, and be able to have something that I haven't had in the last eight years, which is one focus, one project, a single focus that isn't tied to waiting for other people's uh, opinion, uh, desire to work with me, meaning it's not coaching, right? It's not like going out and trying to get clients. And it's also not influencing because that's how I've made most of my money in the last eight years, being a social media influencer. And that is a shitty life. I know everyone wants it and you can make a ton of money. I mean, don't get me wrong. If that's your dream, go for it, kid. But it's really hard to have your worth in the hands of another, of a company that really doesn't care about you, but really just cares about making money. So I've been trying to get out of that more and more and more. And so there, um, I just finished listening to the Logan Paul interviewing KSI. So really big. YouTubers. Oh, I saw that. Like they blew up, right? He like left or something. Is that the, the in- same one? No, this, oh, this is a okay. new one. that just came out a couple of days ago. I don't listen to it, but I saw like something viral on. Yeah. So he, they just launched a company called prime, but they talked about this in the podcast. I, it's like, you know, people are like, is there hope for men in the future? You know, there's this, all this kind of a narrative that exists and like listening to these guys that are, you know, 24 or something that had these huge careers online. And it's a fabulous episode. I would highly recommend yeah. anybody can go look up the, it's on the impulsive podcast. It just came out in January and it's interviewing with KSI because they talk about this aspect of being famous mm. and getting this fame through the social media platform and how exhausting it'd be. They talked a lot about mental health and That's they, cool. yeah, I think I it's, they're I, not I my, it, he's not my favorite. They're not my favorite. Nope. Brother duo, but it doesn't mean that they, I mean, they have experienced something that 1% of the entire population has experienced. Yes. Their, their I see myself in them just from the debauchery that they did when they were teenagers and like in their early 20s. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. But I feel like they're coming into this, you know, they're coming into their mid 20s. Coming of age. To like, they're becoming yeah, businessmen. Yeah, you know, and Jake age, Paul, yeah. what he did in the last year with his fights and stuff is it's wild. pretty impressive. It's wild. wild. It's wild. very impressive. Wild. But anyway, I keep going. Um, so yeah, all of this to say that, um, Mike and I have been wondering where the state of men fits in, in all of that. And 
I think that the main conclusion that we will not, I think, I know that the main conclusion that we've come to is that uh, I don't, we don't think it does in this moment. We don't think that um, we're able to give this community the time and the, the commitment, the commitment that should really be put into something like this. Agreed. There we go. <laughs> well, I think it's like, it's hard for me to say. until you're done. Yeah. yeah. It's hard for me to say, I think. Why I'll speak for myself about it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's just, uh, I, I know that I want to change the trajectory of my family's financial well-being and my personal well-being of focusing in and getting to my fullest potential because right now it's been scattered across so many things for so many years. I know that when I have a main focus and I stick to that and I'm provided through, I'll be, I, I really truly believe that I will be able to make an impact on the trans community much greater than having a six pack on the cover of Men's Health or sitting next to Ellen DeGeneres or sharing my story through social media. Like I really think the impact will be beyond me. It won't be Aiden Dowling's impact. It will be, wow, this app has drastically changed the lives of trans, non-binary, and the the family and loved ones of those people. And I want to give that an opportunity. And that means everything else I'm doing needs to be put has to focus around that yeah yeah exactly exactly that's amazing yeah it's very it's similar to what aiden's talking about i'm not building an app but i i think for me is i grew up like very corporate world right my dad worked for corporation for 35 years that's what i knew and that's what i thought i was going into when i started working at philip morris i was like i want to be the ceo of this company i don't want to move up and this is it and then I started in the direct selling industry and I and I was going for about a year and a half of like actually crafting what Mike wanted to do. But I also I the people that brought me into the company about a year into the business, I moved in with them. And so we were like I had this vision of like us building it together, which kind of fall up fell apart in Tampa. When I moved out to Tampa, I moved in with them that dynamic that they existed, it all started falling apart. And then I moved out to Arizona and then I met Kate and I started traveling with her like a few months later. And since her and I started traveling, it's been all about like the Kate Northrop vision and been helping that come to reality, which has been amazing, right? It's like completely changed my life. It's changed her life. It's been awesome. And so then I learned about running a company and then I went from that to trying to figure out what's next for me. And then you and I have been entertaining this idea for two years, mm-hmm. right? Like this is a big deal. And then we basically went in to start this. So then it was like, okay, I went, and then I had a little bit of space of where Mike could think about. And then it was like, okay, now we're on board with Aiden, which was great, you know? And now I'm getting much clearer in the last, definitely in the last few months. It's like, what if I just go all into myself and see what happens? And I, you know, it's, and then I might be helping and consulting with Kate, you know, and helping the company that we've, that I still 50% owner in to grow and et cetera. So, but there's a, there's a different dynamic that's existing. And that's, as we talked about the dreaming stage is her dream has also, it's a weird thing because I see, I think one of my strongest skill sets is to see the value that people bring into the world. And I can see where they're keeping themselves small. And I think what happened of us being in Maine together, it's it's almost like my vision of the of what I saw like Kate was and where she could go type thing. Same with you, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like where they could go is it being in Maine that kind of let it plateaued of what she was visioning, right? And being in Miami is that vision is exploded, like to a level that I saw years ago in her. And for me, it's like I saw that in myself really for the first time. You know, that's what I'm starting to really put together and see. And so when I was thinking about this too, because what happened was I go up data, right? It's like I started looking at really the analytics since we launched our podcast from September and then it was October and November and we were halfway through December. And 
I was like, this isn't going up. It's going down. You know, so and you and I have done a lot of conversation about how to improve it. We've listened to the episodes where like we could do this better, we could do that better. So it's constant improvement. I mean, we we're newly friends, like mm-hmm. in the last year, I would say, right? It's about a year into our friendship. So that's new. We're learning each other, learning from that standpoint. And so I think that that's part of the evolution of doing something together anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, okay, if data drives everything you know, for the most part, like you look at data, it's very clear. There's no emotions tied to data. It's like, here's the number done. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we were looking there and we were having conversation around it. And I think what happened with, for me, what really clicked in my body more than anything else was when we interviewed Jason Rosario, which is coming out soon, Mm -hmm. or it'll be out by the time this is out. He said it in his interview, because I asked him, why did you shut down the lives of men? Because he was running and he goes, I needed to focus on myself to become a better man. So I, then I could come back and show up. And I was like, it just like hit with me more than anything that I've heard previously. Mm. And I was like, okay, so this trend, and I didn't know where that was going to go, but I think in definitely in the last couple of weeks of been laying out 2022, it's like, I love my consulting and I think it's, I re- I'm good at it. And I really like working with clients. Um, there's an element of there, a potential opportunity of working with other dudes in this other environment and then with which is very intriguing because it's very real life for me and then which you don't have that you know you're not you could you could come in and help but it's not a an experience you're experiencing at this moment mm-hmm. it'd be like me joining a group of trans, trans group. that right. would be like what is this dude mike's doing? our token cis guy <laughs> yeah we'll bring him in <laughs> bring him in <laughs> And then what this looks like to really assist Kate in growing her company, because I, I it, there's a lot of things changing that's going to be there as well. But I've never, I would say in the last decade, is to sit around to be like, what do I want to do today? Because there's always been this. And so it's very interesting for me mm-hmm. right now. It's a very, it's very up to see like, what can Mike create? What does Mike want to create? What does that dream look like just for me? You know, and of course the family's involved in that and my wife's involved in that obviously, but this is different. It's a little bit different because even the dreaming process, instead of dreaming what I want for my family, it's just dreaming for what I want for myself. Mm. And obviously like the family plays a p- impact in that. Cause it's not like I'm just going to leave everything, you know, every day I think about it probably at least once. <laughs> You're dreaming about getting on that boat and... <laughs> Just, which way are you going? That way. <laughs> What's like, that way? I have no idea. But that's the way I'm going. Oh, it's so freeing, you know? It's so freeing. Uh, I really envy those that don't have kids, you know? It's like, oh, I live my life through them sometimes. Um, it's like, it would be great to be 7 o'clock and not be asked 25 million things. Yeah. You know? so, I go back and forth. I'm like, it would yeah. be great. And then, and then he does something really cute or we have a moment. Right. It's like Christmas yeah. morning and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is amazing. This is so Oh, no, fun. I get Look it. At all yeah. of it. Yeah, all yeah, of it, yeah, you know? yeah. It's like when they come up to me and like, hug attack. And I'm right. like, they come up and give me like big hugs. And I'm like, that's right. freaking cute. Yeah. You know, yeah. or Ruby wants to turn on, you know, fancy like, you know, that country song. Yep. Yeah. She's like, she, she wants to play it. it all the time. Dude, it's her body with music. She turns it on and she just, <laughs> it's, I mean, we went Flailing to see Sing, about. yeah, we went to see Sing 2 in the movie theater and she got mm. out of her seat and Aww. just started dancing in the aisle multiple That's times cute. throughout the movie. It That's was, cute. A, it was amazing. So you have experiences like that, but then, you know, that's right. It's, I always, my running joke, it's a 5149. You know, 51% more optimistic than pessimistic about it. So, um, but yeah, so I think that's like, I've been thinking a lot about that. And it's like, where does the state of men fit in? And I feel like you and I, there's a lot of good that has come from this. And there's a lot more that could come in the future. But I think right now it's, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's like, it brings joy, but it's on the lower totem pole of, joy and it's not like we're spending because we're not doing the video pod production anymore and stuff yeah. like that like the time requirement that what, what you were spending time on editing right um has gone down right and so right. we really streamline things of what's working for us but it's yeah. also like those t- that time could be spent doing something else that is furthering along kind of that dream and mm-hmm. desire what we want at this moment yeah um, yeah i mean over the course so for everyone 
listening, like we, I, you know, we used to spend tons of hours and then found a new way to slice off an hour and slice off an hour and slice yeah. off an hour. And we had the YouTube channel, but no one was watching. So we're like, we're li- I'm literally spending all this time editing for like two, literally two views. <laughs> um, and yeah. one and is one you of, and one is I me. was going to yeah. say one <laughs> is me. Um, so. <laughs> So yeah, and and you know, I mean, even those, and I was I was doing some calculation even just yesterday. Like I'm still spending about anywhere between four to five, at most six, if a if a if a edit gets fucked up and like we're like gotta you know shit gets fucked, which sometimes it does on this platform, and that is a half day, a half day. Yeah, I mean, the amount of clients I would see in those times is like almost my, you know, half of my, uh, almost half my client load. Yep. I could, I, if I saw them back to back to back like that. So, so yeah, so it's, and I think it's hard. I think also why it took us 30 minutes of bullshitting in the beginning to get to talking about this. Cause I, I, I woke up like, yeah, like I, I am sad i am disappointed i don't know even know if disappointed because it's disappointed has this connotation that we did something wrong or that we've failed but i just feel sad that we put a lot of time in it um yeah i i i've also i also do still have some of those big visionary dreams of what something like the state of men could be and i've been thinking you know there might be a better time to do this. There might be a yeah. time where we're not editing shit because we're just like, hey, let's invest this much money into it. Let's run it for a year where we're just showing up. I've made new friends, new connections, new interviews. Uh, and maybe not. Maybe it never happens again. Like I right. also have to keep that in my mind as well as everyone's listening mind. Like, And it might never happen again. And that's yeah. also very fine. And yeah, so I had some moments of just being like, all right, well, that's sad. That's like, okay, I guess it's. Yeah, it's an it's ending. ending. Right. Yeah. Endings it's are ending. sad, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I don't want to, because yesterday we talked about this, and it was yesterday more. No, it was two days ago. I talked to my friend on the phone. And I, and because we talked about this, because mm-hmm. he's also, he just launched his men's group program, but it was his wife who I, she's been a client of mine, et cetera. And we always talk about business stuff. And I was like, I think I'm, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to end the podcast. And I was like, I haven't said that out loud to anybody. And she was like, that's great. Cause I actually, when we, we were with them for over Christmas and we were talking about some of the stuff that was coming, Mm. you know, happening and just where it was there. And she was like, what do you think in your gut? And I was like, I I think my gut, this was at Christmas was like, I think it's going to end, you know? And it was two days ago. I was like, I haven't said that out loud to anyone. Like I, it was a bit in my head. And she was like, well, that's great. Way to have clarity. And I was like, <laughs> right. okay. Yeah. And it's like, yesterday it was like, it's disappointing. But I was like, it's, it, I don't look at, like, it's pretty dope too. Like what we created and the effort that we put in, the friendship that's grown from this. And it's not ruining a friendship, no. you know, that exists that a lot of times when sometimes things end, it ends bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, I can see it be disappointing and sad at the same time. It's like, oh, we had all these visions and ideas mm-hmm. and we're not fulfilling them. But it also feels the, like the right thing to do. Yeah. And... Well, it's like when it ends at the moment, it's sad. But then you kind of like close the door, you turn and you're like, that was that was okay. Like it was, yeah. it's the right thing, you know. Um, and it's funny because I had the same thoughts around Christmas during the Christmas break. Cause Mike and I were like, well, let's really take the Christmas break. Let's not record. Let's just spend time with our families. We'll think about things and get clarity. Yeah. And it, and so it does, like you said, it feels really nice to be on the same page with you and know that like, yeah, I was, I was feeling like that too. And I hadn't said it out loud, but I had told Jay Lee that like, I'm like, I just, I don't know how I, I would say things like, I don't know. I don't know about the podcast. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. And I, it's a good reminders when you are in that phase of, I don't know, maybe lands like the, when I used to do a lot of sales with USANA, Mm -hmm. it's like being in maybe land is the worst place. It's like, you're Mm -hmm. either a yes or a no. Just get clear. If you're stuck in maybe land, most of the time it's a no. Yeah. Because like, we know when it's like a yes in our body, Mm. we know when it's, it's, you know, when it's the, it's the right thing to do. 
Yeah, and that's a it's good that way to maybe say it. land, which is different than what I shared earlier about Kate like curating an idea, right? right? That's like she, waiting for the muse to arrive. Yes, that's a great as way. opposed yes. to being like I don't know, I don't no. know, I don't know. Where do you want to go tonight? I don't know. So basically, you're just going to stay in the same spot, right? It's like right. Let's go to dinner tonight. Where do you want to go? I don't know. So we'll just sit at the same chairs that we're at, right? right. It's like we'll we just, just spend... have to move forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. So we've just, I think we've said it already and I'm happy to say it again, like we've just really have enjoyed the conversations we've had with all of our guests on here, the people who've DM'd us and emailed us. Um, and this is, I hope that even with all the things we've talked about, even though it's ending in this moment, like I hope that there has been some clarity and maybe you've take, you know, you've downloaded and did the five day challenge and maybe something came of that, or maybe you just actually started to open up and think about your masculinity and how in which it's been shaped and how you want to change that or how you want to emphasize other parts of it that you haven't been able to, or felt like that wasn't okay to do. And I mean, it's definitely helped me and I've, I've enjoyed my time with you, Mike. And I know that, like you said, like, I know that we're going to stay friends and it's going to be fun. And uh, another thing Mike and I realized was that we don't, I, we were creating a business around a friendship and maybe we should just have a friendship <laughs> and then see what happens with that friendship. And if a yeah, business this is grows a habit the, of Mike Watts is, uh, yeah, no, I uh, he created a wife around, like, are right. you right? It's like yeah. my first relationship was around right. a business. The second one was like a business around a friendship. Right, right. So, so we're gonna just try gonna not be to friends. do that. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna like yeah. hang out and not not have some big agenda of business structure and just just chill. And I don't know, maybe maybe people relate to this. Maybe like do you, maybe someone out there is like, you know what? All my friends are directly correlated to business and like colleagues. We're really just colleagues and that's common um, with men too. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like, who, who's yeah. a friend of yours that you don't actually work with or have some business venture attached yeah. to? Something to think about. So, I just I want to say one thing that you mentioned earlier regarding, of course, it's like the views on YouTube and numbers being down. And I mentioned about like statistics, et cetera. A lot of times when we're starting a business, that's reality. So I don't want to dis, I don't want to, if somebody's listening here thinking about starting a business or thinking about putting information out there and nobody's watching, mm -hmm. like that can also happen, mm -hmm. right? It's like there was a, a tech reviewer called MKBHD, um, Marquise Brownlee is like one of the biggest tech reviewers on YouTube. He said, if you want to, if you're going to start a tech review business, you must really like tech, right? So if it's something that you're super passionate when it comes to your tech, as an example, and you know, and it's like, I'm not getting anybody to watch this. Only my mom's watching it, only this. But as long you're going to craft the story that will create to could turn into something, right? So I don't want to dissuade anyone from starting something new in this type of situation. But Aiden, this is not our first go around, like for either mm -hmm. one of us. So mm -hmm. it's like we know things. You know when it hits. You know when it hits. Even if the yeah. even if the numbers are not hitting, quote unquote, you know Correct. when it hits. And right. Like even when I was talking about the app and just developing something for the community. You were way more excited about that. Yes. yes. Yeah. And like I think you know, and you the have list... been since you and I have had a lot of conversations about this, like your excitement level's been through the roof. Yeah. I mean, I'm working almost full time on it. If I didn't have clients, yeah. it would be the number one thing. But if I didn't have clients, I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. So yeah. <laughs> it was kind of that give, give and take. Right. But like you were saying, you know, the list of things that make you happy. And it's not that this isn't on the list. It's that the amount of the even if this was for me, it's like this number, right? It's like, we have got trace, right? So right. the app, we've got family, you know what I mean? We've got friendship, yeah. we've got state of men. Even as number four, there's just not enough space and time Correct. to have all the things. And so it's not that I like that you said that though, because it's if if when I start this app, if we have shitty numbers, I'm just gonna fucking plug away and plug away and plug away and just keep but you just know. You just, I, well, this if, is freeing space up too to build and promote the app so it doesn't have right start that way 
Right. Right. Like yesterday, what I told Aiden, I was like on the joy, right? If does it like Marie Kondo, does this spark joy? Right. And it's like, it does spark joy to have these conversations, but it was like on the, the fifth thing of my life that I'm focused on. Mm-hmm. And I know it'll never get to number one or number two. And in that joy level right now. So it's like, why spend time on the fifth joy thing at this moment? If I want to put my time in, enjoy one, two, three or four type thing, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. well, it's like in the entrepreneur world, I think we see from my perspective, when I look at all the, like the entrepreneurs who are really well, they always have a million things going on, even actors right. and, you know, everyone's like doing 15 million things, but that's, when they got to that level, they didn't Correct. start with didn't five start different companies and spread no. themselves. They started with one. And then when that was really rocking and rolling, they got to two and they got to three. It's like your favorite famous singer, right? Like didn't all they did was sing. That's all they did for a very long time. And then they started working with Maybelline and then they started a clothing company. And now they have this. For the fuck. Right? And as right. they've grown, they've also been able to, to divvy out, how much expenditure of their energy they're not making the content they're not doing this they're not correct doing any of those things when before they were singing and they were booking the gigs themselves and they were getting the 250 dollars directly from the guy at the bar like they were doing all of those things and so at that moment you can't do a million things and if you continue if you try to do it you'll never get to the level that you really want to with that one thing so if mike and i in the future or even individually decided to go back onto the masculinity world. I mean, not that we're not leaving it. I mean, we're still men. <laughs> we're still having the conversation privately and on these other platforms. I'm, I'm but, leaving tomorrow. Yes, right. I'm see kidding. you later. Um, <laughs> it, it would be different and it would be, it would be different and it would be part of that moment where we were re-jazzed about it and stuff. So, yeah. so yeah. So, so we've just really appreciated everyone and maybe, maybe someone listening, maybe you, maybe you are jazzed about it. Like if you want help or you want to know any details of mics to get or how to set up your own podcast, like email me like Aiden yeah. at the state of men.com email Mike, the same, same address with Mike. And we'd be happy to share. This isn't a conversation we're leaving. It's just a conversation that us being the hosts of that it's just not the right time for us at right this now. moment in time yep. exactly exactly yeah and the podcast will still remain up you know yep. at, the, at this point you know we're not going to take them down mm-hmm. or anything it'll still remain there and i feel like we've kind of prepaid for stuff for a year so right. it's like <laughs> right. so we we have a year of going to do a up. guest spot you can just right. hit us up <laughs> right and if you want you know there'll be as things roll out in the future, you know, it doesn't mean that this is an end forever, but it's definitely an end for now. Right. Right. And if it is an end forever for, you know, this project, then that's it. You know, it is, it was a project and we, I think it went really well. It got me more motivated about the direction I was heading. It really got clarity. I'm glad that we got to build, it has a much different perspective. I mean, it's like working with you, you have a way different lens on the world than I do. And it's been great. Even when we have our interviews and questions you ask, it's been a really um, cool perspective to hear. Mm. Um, and then just even watching as you've kind of dreamed, like you've up-leveled your dream since we met. Oh, yeah. And watching that roll out has been really cool to to see. Yeah. Well, our um, friendship has helped that a lot. That's always been something. Like you said before, you're like, I'm able to see kind of like potential and where people are limiting themselves. And you've always called me out on my limits. And I've many times been like pushed back and then yeah. been Good like, ah, fuck, fucking yeah. Mike is right. Cause you know, fuck. it's right. It's true. <laughs> right. I know. Right. Cause I don't we wanna, all, usually I don't if, true. usually if we get so defensive about something, it's true. Right. Yeah. That person, yeah. whoever that person is, is hitting on a hot spot. I know. It's like, there's a person I talk to you about a lot that I'm like, yeah, screw her, yeah. you know, but she was right. You know, yeah. she, not in the same, not, it wasn't the phrasing that I agree with, but I think like a kick in the ass was needed in that yeah. way to like get myself out of that, that how, because I was really stuck in that how f- phase. Mm-hmm. So my goal for 2022 is to keep living in that dreamland and like everything else will kind of get taken care of and see what happens. I 
Oh yeah, Dreamland is where Mike and I will be. So yeah. if you wanna <laughs> follow us there, you can check us out on our own Instagrams as well. Um, and uh, we'll put them in the show notes if you wanna follow us. But otherwise, I mean, yeah, cannot thank y'all enough for being here, for sticking around. Um, again, everything will be up. So if you want to download um, the five day challenge, still very valuable for all the guys out there. If you want to, uh, you know, show anyone else a podcast. I think that there's definitely some episodes in here that could spark some, some uh, thought and change and provoke a new way of looking at the world. Mm-hmm. So, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. We love you. We appreciate you, and we'll see you around. <laughs>